and you can just almost hear him mouth breathe at her. Yeah. It's so cute <laughs> and so sad all at once. So I want to take us back to one of my favorite places that I've never been, Japan, because the fun just keeps happening. I saw this article where this zoo in Japan was celebrating, I guess, like some kind of new TV show or movie. I don't know what it is. Some new anime thing. And they started putting characters from the show that kind of look like various animals in the exhibits. Just like these cardboard or wood cutouts of characters dressed as animals. And there was one, they put this girl dressed as a penguin in the penguin encounter. And one of the penguins has gone full otaku and fallen in love with this poster. Sure. That might be the most Japanese thing I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, yeah, basically. So, looking at the article that you sent me, uh, it, the picture's adorable. Like, he's literally just standing there, because they put it on top of, like, a rock. So, obviously, they can't, like, get to it all the time and knock it over or whatever. So, it's on top of a rock, sitting <laughs> amongst a shrubbery. But the penguin is just sitting at the base of the rock, just staring up at it, just like, I praise you. <laughs> Tell me what I can do for you, my queen. And penguins have, like, this just natural kind of slouch to them. And so, he's slouching and looking up, and you can just, like, almost hear him mouth breathe at yeah. it. It's... So cute and so sad all at once. Yeah, this penguin is definitely the awkward teenager. Just, uh, uh, you're so pretty. Well, he's 20 years old, which in penguin years, this is like if you went down to the mall and you saw some 80-year-old in front of Hot Topic just staring at a Harley Quinn cutout. And not the human Harley Quinn, like just the old Batman Harley Quinn. And he's just... Uh, they said, like, Japanese visitors noted that Grape-kun, which is, I guess, what they call the penguin, spent every minute staring at, sitting next to, or praising Hululu, the character, as if she was a breathing mate. He has even neglected the rest of his flock just to be with Hululu. So, like, even the other penguins have decided, no, no, you're a dork. Not only have you fallen in love with a human, which is... Something out of a creepy DreamWorks movie. You've fallen in love with a fake one, and we're not going to hang out with you anymore. The great bonds of friendship that have kept our species alive in the cold, dark Antarctic for millennium is not worth putting up with your otaku crap. Well, then it gets really tragic by the end of the article. It says the zookeepers are isolating him from Hululu for his health. It turns out Grape Coon wasn't eating his food because he was too busy chilling with Hululu. <laughs> <laughs> so Grape Coon is 20, which is elderly for a penguin, so his cute antics could cause him to die from malnutrition. <laughs> and they have a picture of him, and they basically roped him off. They put a partition between the two of them, so he can not he can look at her, but he can't have her. Which, come on, if you're trying to get somebody to like get over somebody, like a, a quote-unquote breakup, you don't let him see them constantly but not be able to touch it. <laughs> I would love this to be a thing that they do for humans who have this problem. Because this is a problem. There are people out there who fall in love with fictional characters and it becomes kind of concerning. So I want to go to the comic book store and just wrap that plastic tape around some of these people as they stare at their waifus. It's, uh, it's quite, a, quite a tale of love. Love lost. Love that never was. <laughs> it doesn't make any... Like, is he in love with the penguin part or the... The, the like it, she's huge compared to him too right like that's 
That's intimidating. She's at least twice his height. Which might be why he might be into he might be into bigger chicks. <laughs> I don't know. Twice your height? That's intimidating. I'm small, but a ten foot tall woman would be terrifying to me. I don't care, you know, how big her eyes are. I mean, there are some dudes that are like into like the size of women, or like the fact that they would, in a somewhat masochistic way, just like just be bigger than them and dominate them. Not be not like physically, but just like. The fact that they're bigger, like that is a turn on for guys. So I, maybe that penguin is just experiencing that. He's 20. He's like, I've had everything. I've seen everything. <laughs> this is something new. I've seen it yeah. all. <laughs> he's had penguin di- dysfunction for a long time, and he's finally able to get it up again because it's gone on a new way. If you, if you suffer from penguin dysfunction, consult a physician. If your love for waifus lasts more than four hours, get behind a plastic fence yeah. and stare long. Tell somebody about it so they can put you on suicide watch because you're not eating anymore. <laughs> it's, just, it's just such a human condition. Like that sounds like, like you said, that's something that somebody would go through for like a fictional character, or even a real person. And just like, I can't have them. I will starve myself to death. It's like, no, no, just eat. It's cardboard. Yeah, eat. It, it, <laughs> If they did make a DreamWorks movie, it would be like the kid's equivalent of Taxi Driver. So, yeah, if anyone puts a giant anime girl in your house, don't fall in love with her. You might die. So as I was driving up here to Seattle to move up here, I had to pass through Twin Falls, Idaho, which was the site of one of the most interesting stories of my childhood. Twin Falls is right by the Snake River. It's the middle of this big flat plain, but there's a a canyon that cuts right through it where the, the river has just carved out this big gorge. And so there's this big, huge bridge that spans this big canyon, and it's this big, gorgeous, scenic outlook. And when I was a kid, we were driving up to, from Pocatello to Boise. We stopped in Twin Falls to kind of get out and stretch our legs. It was about halfway through. And my mom, who was driving parks and things, was like, okay, kids, we're going to go out on the bridge and just look at nature for a little bit. So we go and we do that. And as you do when you're looking at nature, you start throwing rocks off the bridge at the nature. <laughs> when you're a boy and you're looking at the nature, let's say that. <laughs> I think my sisters were, took part of it, too. But, uh, so we're all like watching the rocks fall down into the water and my brother couldn't see over cause he was, let's see, he would have been eight or so at the time. So he couldn't quite reach over the fence. So he sticks his head in the fence and starts looking down and watching. We're having a great time. And, you know, after about, you know, 10, 15 minutes of rock chucking, my mom's like, all right guys, time to get back in the car. So we all start going back to the car and we realize my brother's not with us and we turn around and he is stuck head first in the fence on the middle of this bridge which it's a big bridge but it's not a huge bridge so as semi trucks are coming by it's shaking the whole thing and he just cannot get his head out and we had to go and we each grabbed an arm or a leg and just started trying to winnie the poo him out of this fence and it was very scary for a minute but hilarious the whole time scary and funny at the same time can give you a weird sensation <laughs> I'll say that. Also, if you were going to weigh the poo him out, technically one of you had to be pushing, the other one had to be pulling. Well, I'm not going to get on the other side of a bridge and push his head through. As well, you probably so. shouldn't. Yes, that's a 
That yeah. sounds dangerous on a bridge, especially the bridge. The one, the picture I'm looking at, uh, intimidating. I would say is a good word to describe it. It is quite the chasm. This is actually where uh, Evil Knievel tried to jump over and failed. So you know, you can if you look the other direction, you can see the the giant ramp to the thing that Evil Knievel couldn't jump over. That's our claim to fame. Well, I mean, there's a bridge. Why do you need to drive over the bridge? Because he's Evil Knievel. Does Evil Knievel ever take the bridge? Trust me, Evil Knievel is a verb at this point because of what Evil Knievel <laughs> does, so I know why. <laughs> so the way we actually eventually got him out is my mom said, well, we're going to have to call the fire department. And she started walking away, and he started crying to the point that it lubricated his head. Oh. And we were able to get him out. That's it, son. Cry. Cry like you've never cried before. <laughs> That's it. Now, use your tears to lubricate your face. It's a weird thing you never thought you'd say as a parent. <laughs> well, see, now I'm prepared. Everyone's always worried about their kids sticking their head in things. Like, no, I'm fine. I, I know how to get him out. Cry, boy, cry! Just whipping him. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you being your son? He's in such a bad situation. This is the only way to get him out. I've done this before. Shut up. Trust me, I'm a pro at this. If you want to help, <laughs> say mean things to him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're you're a fat little piggy? <laughs> I don't know if I'm helping. Try harder. Remind him of the time Bigfoot's mother died. It's a weird one, but sure. Uh, okay, name one thing from your childhood that could make you tear up quicker than Bigfoot's mother dying. Or not Bigfoot, Littlefoot. Littlefoot. Uh, okay, that's what you're... Yeah, I, I, I was I like, I don't... I, Bigfoot's not real, so Bigfoot's mother dying <laughs> is not going to affect me in any way. <laughs> He's just really empathetic towards Sasquatches, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, as most six-year-olds are. Yeah, sure. It's, a, it's my platform. I remember Littlefoot's mother dying, but I was definitely not of the age where it would actually like emotionally affect me. Or I was a robot back then. I don't know. <laughs> Say like we're the same age, and that made me ball my eyes out for five years. So you know what? You have no soul. My life was a video game that I leveled up over time, and I definitely did not get my emotion skill until like late high school. Probably I just didn't feel emotions until then. So Littlefoot's mother dying does not affect me. You savage beasts. Okay, this is an interesting topic. What? movie or tv moment did make you cry so as a kid nothing you dick like i just i just had no emotional response to anything i watched other than that's cool i want the toy <laughs> that's not an emotion uh, yeah, that's why i said it's not, not no emotion but now, yeah now i i get emotional quite easily with certain things so you know i pretty much every pixar movie i watch in some way or another has got me emotional and or actually crying Toy Story 3, I wept like a baby. I will admit that. But the entire theater was crying, so I had... Yeah, that's a good one. The first ten minutes of Up is... Well, yeah, I mean, that's genetically engineered to make you weep. Yeah, like, that is the best crafted emotional experience, I think, ever. You feel so much during that first little bit, so yeah. Yeah, it also makes you feel terrible for showing people that movie, saying how good it is, and then that's the first thing that happens. You have to you, you have to tell them, pre- give them a preamble of, okay, so... You're going to hate me after the first, like, ten minutes of this movie. But trust me, it gets much more uplifting. No, see, I recommend it for the first ten minutes. Like, the whole movie is, like, it's it's a good movie, but the first ten minutes are what makes it good and worth watching. Like, that's... You, you can just watch that and just be emotionally exhausted for the day. Yes. So there's that... Like, like like really heavy crying moments. The end of Finding Neverland has always gotten to me. I haven't seen that movie in so long, I can't remember how it ends the mom has died at that point she's dying like the entire movie like she has cancer and she's very ill and then she finally you know gets to see 
quote unquote Neverland and then dies and then it's Johnny Depp and uh the boy Freddie Sizemore I think is his name that's sitting on a bench and like he's just crying like why did my mother have to die and it's like oh god it's such it's such a wonderful like movie of like fanciful fun and all this and then like the real moment just hits you at the end it's it yeah it's gotten to me cars i've carded cars but cars is not one that i would have thought would have gotten to me but when lightning goes back to push the guy at the end and push him to the finish line that gets me yeah see cars i i cars too no cars too is a flaming pile of poo i haven't even seen them i didn't like the first cars very much monsters inc i think is way more emotional than it should be well i mean it's a it's a it's a, a a guy getting attached to you know his his best friend yeah, well, and and so like th- both that and uh, Wreck It Ralph like really resonate with me just because it's they're almost like fatherhood tales. It's a big tough guy learning to to love and to to see beyond himself and stuff. And in, in both cases, so I really like both of those. But my son was watching uh, my son was watching Monsters Inc. and he started just bawling at the end. So he covered his eyes, and we're like, oh. Are you are you okay? Is is this too sad for you? He's like, no, I'm just playing peekaboo. Oh, <laughs> like oh, you you emotionally well developed child. You're not a robot like that guy I podcast with. It's fine to be a robot as a child. You will someday get over it. If you don't get over it, then yeah, you need to have the child tested. But sorry, things are falling over on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> I blame my wife trying to think of other movies that have definitely made me cry so did you watch old yeller as a kid no never, i've, never, I've never seen old yeller. i've heard of it and i know what the moment is that makes everybody cry but i don't i've never seen it myself now it's obviously going to destroy you but like as a kid like that movie and where the wet friend grows will just absolutely just wreck a child absolutely just wreck their day you say that but again it depends on the child I wish I could find like seven year old you or however you were. You don't want to. Show it's you probably a little Damien like. You don't want to see that. <laughs> Look at well adjusted. Making your Jason. au pair jump off the roof of stuff. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It was I. I, when I, I didn't have any. It wasn't fearless. It was emotionless. That's different. I feared many many things. <laughs> Maybe why I was emotionless. I don't know. But yeah, nothing. <laughs> okay, I watched. so what movie scared you that shouldn't have? Oh, I mean, Wizard of Oz, the wi- the witch would scare the crap out of me. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, scared me and shouldn't have. I mean... Or not just more than it should have. I, I didn't watch that many scary movies as a kid because I knew they were going to scare me. Like I, And I was also protected from them. Like, people, my parents, no, you you should not be watching this. We're, we're watching it. You cannot watch this with us. Okay, that's a good call, Mom and Dad. Thanks. <laughs> Well, no, see, like, those are movies that should be scary. I'm trying to think of a good example. Like, the the wolf thing in The Nevering Story used to scare the crap out of me, but that still kind of should have been scary, even though it's more of a kid movie. I'm trying to think, because I know I was the biggest freaking pansy when it came to movies as a kid. Well, while you're th- trying to think of that, I'll tell you that I've never seen The Neverending Story. You haven't seen Neverending Story? That might be why I was emotionless, is because I never actually saw any of these movies that people had like huge attachments to. Yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I've seen Land Before Time. I think what it was is you don't give a crap about dinosaurs. Like if you had seen anything else, <laughs> you would be a much more well-adjusted person. But you only got to see movies where dinosaurs died.
you very much for listening. To find more podcasts from our network, head on over to www.digitalstrips.com. You can also find us at twitter.com slash digitalstrips, facebook.com slash digitalstrips, or soundcloud.com slash digitalstrips. Thank you.